Welcome back to Brain Bites. Joining me as always is James Green. James, how are you? I'm well, Blake. How are you? I'm doing all right. Had a bit of a late night last night, uh, all for the reason that we're going to talk about today, zero-day malware. Um, so answering the general question of what is zero-day, what is a zero-day attack, and then kind of diving into a little bit as to why we might approach as IT providers, why we might approach conversations around zero day with a bit of hesitancy um, and to kind of help understand how to, to best protect yourself um, and your company from something considered zero day. I like it. Let's dive in. So the, the overview of what is zero day malware, it is essentially, you know, patient zero of the zombie apocalypse, right? It is, it is brand new novel malware that we've never seen before that your antivirus doesn't know how to deal with right. your anti spyware doesn't know how to deal with. I mean, no, no amount of cybersecurity applications know what this is because it is brand new. It it's is zero day. It's zero brand day. new. It is something was just updated, patched or whatever. And unbeknownst to the developer, there's a vulnerability. Absolutely. And so in the last week, we've dealt with three so far. Um, yep. And it looks like there's been some, uh, this might potentially be some fallout from the the solar winds hack you you've probably heard of in the news uh in recent months looks like this might be some fallout from that but in the last week there's been a zero day vulnerability for uh, vmware the hypervisor the hypervisor platform right there has been a critical zero day attack on on-premise exchange yep the that was that we've been dealing with and then just today um, we're recording this on uh, March 4th. Just today, there's a zero-day vulnerability for Google Chrome. Um, and the thing that makes these vulnerabilities so much scarier than just, you know, hey, there was some exploit we found in a patch um, is that we've never seen them before, right? right. Um, so to, to equate it back to more current events, right? So back in March, when, when this whole coronavirus pandemic started, Yep. We'd never doctors had never seen this virus before. It, it's it was novel. It, you know, coronavirus has been around. You know, common cold is caused by the coronavirus, Correct. but this yep. variant and same thing, right? Exploits viruses to Google Chrome to ex- on-premise Exchange have existed before, but this is a new variant, a new a new vector of attack, a new way that it gets into your systems and the defenses that have been put in place for all the other things don't know how to deal with it, right? Correct. And again, this is from a new update, patch, upgrade, whatever, which are normally good things. They introduce new features, functionality, whatever. But in our quest to update something and make something better, then we might potentially open up an attack vector. And that's essentially what the, the, the threat actors look for. And so all of this to say that when if you know if your IT vendor, be it us or someone else, is talking to you about, hey, um, you know, Microsoft just published this response to a zero day attack on on-premise exchange. If they're calling you and saying, hey, these are the best efforts that we can do to protect you from this. Right. It's not that they're they don't know what they're doing. It's just that based on the information that's been provided so far, because obviously they're not inside of Microsoft, you know, knowing exactly what's going on, but based on the information that they have to date then the way that other companies have been able to recover after actively being exploited, because in these zero-day attacks, there unfortunately are sacrificial lambs to, right. to, the, to the attack that we learn from, right? You, know, you just hope that you're not that person because of the defenses you've put in place to stop the spread of any sort of uh, attack into your environment. And the main thing we've seen in these three, in fact, uh, zero days is patching and keeping your systems up to date, right? Correct. It, yep. 
the clients that we have that we have been managing their their patching and their updates the this exchange vulnerability was was one update maybe 20 minutes of of patching a downtime window to to patch their exchange server and then we've been we've been helping other companies that maybe weren't so up to date and it was a much more arduous task because they were you know six seven eight updates behind and you had to roll all those updates into one and then do the quick update that microsoft released for this vulnerability um that being said the vendors are usually pretty good about getting updates out. Yes. Yep. Um, for example, this morning when the Google Chrome zero day was was discovered and found, there's already a version that it, that is safe from this exploit. Now, Google Chrome has to be updated for that to happen. So, Correct. you know, just this morning we've been you know running reports and I've been running around and updating everybody's Google Chromes or going to their desk and telling them to upgrade. And if you don't know how to update Google Chrome, you just hit the three little dots on the top, hit about, boom, it updates it by itself. Updating. Exactly. Um, and so the just to go through a couple traditional ways that you would defend yourself from malware or viruses in the past and kind of talk, explain a little bit as to why they don't protect you from zero day. Um, if you're still using a, a traditional signature based antivirus, that is essentially a a program that has a known bad list of things that are known to be bad. And when something gets installed on your computer or when something starts running on your computer, uh, basically the antivirus, and this is obviously an oversimplification, but the antivirus <laughs> says, hey, are you on the bad list? Um, if no, it lets it run. If yes, it stops it, right? Yep. Well, the problem with that is the signature that that known bad list has to be updated. And when something like a zero day is released, it could take days, weeks, months, depending Years. on this. Yeah, depending on this, yeah. the complexity of the uh, of this zero day to get that signature updated. And then on top of that, then you have to update your your signature. So mm -hmm. even so, if you just ignore the update button, ignore, 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 or if it's not centrally managed where you can push an update to the entire install base, um, you could be. You could they could have the the update ready to go for the signature, but not have it applied. Um, and then the way that some antiviruses are protecting against that is they're these newer they're, they call them next generation uh, antivirus applications, and they don't function on the same good list, bad list, signature based operation. Right. They they use threat intelligence from their entire install base. So how would that help other people? Right. So it's not to say that your install is talking to you know your competitors installs or anything like that but your antivirus is constantly communicating back to a home hub uh you know their servers so to speak and at any point your computer gets compromised so let's this is back to the the sacrificial lambs conversation right, right? someone's got to get compromised to teach the, the the smart robots what is what's bad and what's good right so um someone gets a zero day attack and it the next generation antivirus realizes, oh my gosh, this is bad. It just completely destroyed the entire system. It then sends that information back with as many mod, uh, as many identifiers to the zero day attack as possible to the central hub. The central hub communicates out immediately saying, hey guys, this is bad. Right. And if you find this, lock it down. Yep. It almost acts like a hive mind, essentially. Exactly. That's, yep. a, that's a way that a lot of them use, a lot of these next gen antivirus uh, applications use to describe that. And then there is some, that's the proactive side of it. And then something that is relatively new to the IT industry um, last couple years um, in, in mainstream, it's been around for a while, but mainstream in deployments is this idea of 
detecting malicious footholds in your environment, right? Right. So when you are compromised with something like a zero day, especially this this exchange zero day, the the way that the attack materializes in your network is by using legitimate tools on your computer. So something like PowerShell. We in the IT industry use PowerShell um, all day long almost. I mean, it's a, it's a command line interface for most everything Microsoft. PowerShell is a very legitimate program. It's by default installed on all of your computers, all of your servers. Um, but you can do a lot of bad things with PowerShell. So um, it th- these vulnerabilities will get into your computer and then start executing things in PowerShell. There are there are soft there is software now that can sit on your computer and basically monitor for good programs doing bad things or good right. programs doing unexpected things and then they can compare what the good program is doing to a known process of an exploit and say hey we think someone's on your PC or we think someone's in your network right. and they can detect that foothold. And that is something that is, yes, it's reactive. Someone's got to be in and someone's got to be on your network. And, you know, you have to ha- they have to have established that foothold for it to start re- alerting you. But wouldn't you rather know that they're in your house, you know, taking exactly. advantage as opposed to so, not knowing? So let, let me see if I got this straight. So basically, if I have uh, Chrome that's wanting to run some odd PowerShell command. One, the that endpoint detection response tool is going to say, why, Chrome, why, why are you doing this? You don't usually run this. Right. And then it'll go back and check kind of that list of malicious commands and say, oh, wait a minute, this kind of looks similar to what's been going on over here. I'm going to stop you from doing that because you really shouldn't be doing that. Right. And these, is that right? Yeah, exactly. And okay. the... the Software I was talking about with the foothold detection is called endpoint detection and response. And the the companies that write this software are written, they're run mostly by these people who were involved in cybersecurity from an right. almost from from an attack standpoint. They uh, either did attack to defend kind of thing where they would they would in a sandbox or in a controlled environment take advantage of exploits to understand how it worked. And that's exactly what they do with this software. They So this exchange vulnerability, they will build an exchange server that is susceptible to the vulnerability, execute the vulnerability, or have the, or have the exchange server taken advantage of by, by the bad actors and see exactly in this controlled environment, see how it behaves and understand, okay, yes, it does use PowerShell, but what does it do in PowerShell? Right. And then they can build on that and say, okay, well, if your computer starts doing this in PowerShell... You can believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that that means that someone's exploiting this particular known vulnerability. Right. So they're basically purposefully infecting something in a controlled to reverse engineer it. Right, right. In a controlled environment to reverse engineer it, to better understand it, to protect others against it. Think of it as the uh, nuclear nuclear bomb tests back in the. Uh, oh gosh, I'm not a history major. Fifties, sixties. I don't know. Um, they were in a controlled environment. Right. detonating nuclear bombs to go ah that's how it behaves right. right so they're doing the same thing they're building an exchange server in a protected secure environment uh that's not going to you know spread this infection to other things getting it infected and going ah i now know how this behaves yep. and now they can build defenses against it or help alert uh someone who's been compromised to it right so we hope this helps you understand a little bit about zero day and why if we're 
communicating things to you and we don't sound very definite or if we say one thing and then come back a few days later and say actually we need to make these changes uh that's why so um thanks very much for tuning in we'll see you next week see you